Hi, everyone. Um, happy Mother's Day. Uh, welcome to Student Sunday. Um, my name is Charles Lee. I'm a senior at the Union County Magnet High School, and I'll be attending Georgetown University this fall. In the past few weeks, the sermons have been centered around worship, and today I, along with three other seniors, will be touching upon that topic as well. We will be focusing on Romans 12, verses 1 and 2. I specifically would like to focus on the beginning of the passage. It reads, Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy. The purpose of this phrase is to establish why it is that we worship. It contains two key components. First is the word therefore. Therefore indicates a change in Paul's message. Previously in Romans, Paul discusses the fact that we find salvation through God's grace and our faith, and that we should not be ashamed of this fact, but instead show it in our lives. Romans 1.16 reads, I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. Paul is saying that God saves us from spiritual death. His salvation and grace is granted through our faith. Verse 17 then reads, The righteous will live by faith. I believe this line to have two meanings. One, those who believe will be able to live spiritually and be saved from death by faith. Two, those who believe should strive to live every moment faithful to God. The righteous will live by faith. Later in Romans, Paul explains how exactly our faith saves us. Romans 5, verses 1 and 2 says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. Paul is saying that our faith brings us peace and access to God's grace. This phrase provides a definite link between faith and grace and sums up the entirety of Romans before chapter I mean, before verse 12, or chapter 12, whatever. All right, anyway, the passage marks the transition into how exactly we react to these facts. Well, it's obvious, right? We worship him. This brings me to the second part of the phrase. The words, in view of God's mercy, show that we react to God's never-ending mercy and grace through worship. Now, what is grace? Amazing? Yes. But what exactly is it? First of all, let me address where it comes from. It all starts with Adam and Eve and their sin. When they disobeyed God, it is as if they destroyed the link between us and heaven. We, as people, are not worthy of going to a perfect place. Why? Because if we humans who sin go to heaven with our sin, heaven becomes like earth. We were separated by God, by, from God by sin forever. The Old Testament is full of people making offerings to cleanse themselves of sins, sacrificing lambs and doves because the death of an innocent would take the place of the death caused by sin. However, sin is repetitive and we kept sinning. No amount of sacrifices could bridge the gap between us and God. So what happens next? God sends his only son, Jesus, to be the ultimate sacrifice. His death on the cross is worth more than any amount of doves or lambs. He, the Lamb of God, in his death granted us salvation. Through his death, the sins we have committed, the sins we will commit in the future, and the sins of our descendants are wiped away. 
We are no longer separated from God. Why? Well, that brings me back to the topic of grace. Grace is God's gift of the ultimate undeserved forgiveness made possible through the ultimate sacrifice of his perfect son. He died so we would not have to. There is nothing we have done or we could ever do that would make us worthy of this grace. No amount of good works, no amount of study of scripture could ever equal the gift of grace. Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9 reads, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And that, this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. It is because of this amazing grace that we worship him through our actions and words every day. So what does grace mean to me? Well, over the past four years, I've definitely learned the meaning of grace and its implications in my life. Grace to me is what allows me to want to be different. As I've gone through high school, the knowledge of God's grace has allowed me to consciously and unconsciously change aspects of who I am. In my freshman year, my SALT group studied the fruit of the Spirit, and I was challenged to think about what aspect I struggle with most. I identified self-control, but did not really do much to change any part of my life. However, as I learned more about God's grace, I began to feel as if I should be making more of a conscious effort to change my life for him. High school continued, and I kept trying to honor God through my actions. However, I did not see that much of a difference. I only saw the times when I messed up. Despite this, I kept my faith and desire to change because of the knowledge of God's grace. I suppose that this year is the year where I've been struck over and over by what God has done in my life. I learned that just because a change is initially unseen, it does not mean that it is not occurring. On the senior retreat, I was able to repair a friendship and was told something. You really have changed in the past few years. I was inspired not to let up and continue to strive to honor God every day. Then, just last weekend, I was further motivated to worship God in my everyday life. I was on the junior high Philly trip with my 7th and 8th graders, and I saw how amazing and courageous they were in their yearning to share God's grace with the world. They fearlessly shared God's word with others and unselfishly lived by faith, worshiping God through their every motion. They inspired me to not be afraid to not only change my behavior, but tell others about God, which is something that I've always struggled with. It was because I learned about God's grace that I was able to live according to him and be continually inspired to do so. Now I am honored to say that I am a better person leaving high school than I was entering it because I made a choice to honor God because I learned about grace. So now I challenge every one of you to think about God's grace and what it means to you. How can you make a change in your life knowing that God has given you undeserving forgiveness? Will you allow God's grace to fill you and cause you to live by faith? I want you to keep these questions in mind as my fellow seniors address what you can do once you have realized God's never-ending mercy and grace.